All right, what's up, everybody? We are back live with Player's Choice. We are so glad to be back. Um, and you know Jay, you know Fluent, and I'm Haley, the host. We have a lot to get into today. Uh, we have some hot topics of discussion in the world of football, the world of basketball, and just in life. So, uh, Jay Fluent, you good? Running good tonight, yo. Running good. Glad to be yeah. back. Yeah, let's do it, man. It's I wore I wore my Bears orange. Um, oh yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't to... go out in public with that. Oh, zero zero. God. I'm thinking a zero zero tie. Perhaps uh, perhaps the Bears can kick a field goal every time yeah. they get into the end zone so that they don't throw interceptions off off the offensive lineman's head. Like they didn't even jump. I, <laughs> I don't think Field, I don't think Field could have hit his helmet if he aimed for it. As cleanly as he did on what was it, second down and goal inside the yeah. five. Yeah. Like if there was an accuracy challenge and he's gonna kick that helmet, he'd miss. But he got it, but he got it, but he got it. Barely. I sh I, I, I shouldn't be as I shouldn't have such disdain for the Bears as I do. And the reason why is because Tone told me before the season started that they were gonna be garbage. He told me that. It wasn't like it was a situation where he was like, yo, we're going to be a playoff team or we're going to be teetering on at the top of the NFC North. He told me, Jay, we're going to be garbage. He told and, me even, and even though I said they'd be garbage, I'm still feeling emotional. Damn it. Like I see it happen. I know it's going to happen. And then I still like. But it still know, hurts. Throw, the pain throw is still something real. down and break it. Yeah. Well, you know, Fluen, I had to, I have oh, to give man. you this. You told us. You told us to keep our hope in Danny Dimes. You said that he could do something, and Jay and I both disagreed with you. No, that's the other way around. Oh, you, flip, yeah, flip it around, flip it around, flip it around. Flip it around. He was out on Danny. Are you? He was all okay. the way out on Danny. Well, then you're wrong. Yeah. Then you're yes. wrong. I was you're way absolutely wrong. wrong. I, was I, mean, I was with you as well. But. I'm the one. I'm the one who turned tone on to the Giants, and he about came through the screen on me. With the with the hands around my throat, are you kidding, Jay? No way are you selling okay. me the Giants. And I'm telling them, I'm said, Tone, this year they get Saquon Barkley back. Shep's gonna be ready. I think Danny Dimes is gonna be better this year. I think that offensive line is gonna be better. And at that, you could see you, you, you could like when you, whenever you see in cartoons when the guys when you see that the, the it, it rising and they yep. get redder and redder, yep. you can see it yep. in Tone's face. And you can see Tone as I'm trying to tell him about the Giants, and he's like, I can't believe I'm listening to this. Are, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. Meanwhile, the Giants are a game out of first place in the NFC East. All right? Not only are they a game out of first place in the NFC East, Saquon Barkley looks like he could he could very well be an all-pro this year. He could yeah. very, He's definitely going to be a pro bowler. Oh, yeah. But I know we're just a month into the season, so I'm not going to – I'm not going to – Yeah, don't do I'm it. Yeah, I'm not going to run it. home, but I did tell Tone, Tone, I think the Giants are going to be a lot better this season. You did. You did. Well, you said that last year, too, and you were wrong. So was, you just you doubled down this year. I, so I, good I was for you. For those in the chat, I want to say a couple of things. Uh, yes. One, yes, we're back on Player's Choice, and we're here to stay this time. Uh, two, to young Kobe. Young Kobe's a basketball dude, and he has no idea what we're talking about because we're talking about football. That's why you're here. You'll become more fluent and chill and Halftime. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need a verb for you no, no. Um, in football a little bit as well. We are going to talk some basketball. Yes, we are. Uh, from the from the from the thumbnail, punchers, pushers, and thieves is oh, the main awesome. topic for today. Yes, that's what we doing. Um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I, had to, I had to let it. I had to let it out. I had to let my bears 
eight out a little bit first. It's my therapy. It's my therapy. But I, honor, I think that I think they got this. Not to you know, not going. Don't, not don't, no, don't, anything, that. But, don't that. but hang in there. It will be because because they can lose seventeen nine. They could that could very well happen to them to the Bears today. I, listen, it's I, very I, possible. I, yeah, yes. yeah. I'll be very honest. Um, one, oh, and also get your super chats. We will go through your super chats as well. Um, but I, I'm texting with my cousin. He's the guy that actually introduced me to basketball. I kind of feel like I pushed into football. So we we kind of help helped each other out. Right. But here's the thing. We're texting back and forth, and he goes, is this game going to be a 0-0 tie? And I said, no. They might get smart and just kick, first down, kick a field goal every time they're in the red zone. Just kick it. And and that they'll at least get some points. Like that's that's the yeah, only thing I can think of here because this is this is bad. Prime video might pull their deal with the NFL. Let's just be quite honest. Prime might be well, like, no, I'm out. Well, Tone, you saw the game last week between Tennessee and oh yeah. Not Tennessee, I'm sorry, between uh Indianapolis. Yeah. Right. So you saw that game, and then I saw this on the docket next week. I'm thinking, oh my god. And Are Monday. You- not that it's not prime time, but or I mean it's not uh, Amazon. But Monday is the Broncos again. Yeah, what? They, is they that four times? To, is that flex. every week? They need, they need to they need to flex the Broncos out of every primetime game. They are yeah. horrible. As you bad didn't, as they are they're horrible. You didn't yeah. you and you and I did agree, Tone, before the season started. I ain't had the Broncos making the playoffs. I had them out. I didn't think uh, yeah, they were last in the AFC West. That's why I had to match. Russell Westbrook being the worst quarterback in that division. He's very lucky for Derek. Yes. <laughs> Russell Wilson was trash. It, it's not that he trashed. I just think that the system that he's in, that offensive line is garbage. Um, his wide receiver core is actually good. It's just that it's the dynamic doesn't work. Now, he, he kind of sucked us in initially because he's going to Denver. But at the end of the day, I don't think he's washed like Tone thinks he is, but I think he's on the other side of what he used to be. I don't think he's washed, though. I, 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 think, I, he wasn't, I think if he wasn't washed, no offense, um, Seattle wouldn't have let him go. They would have paid him his money. They knew something. And and I think it's the it's it's honestly, it's it's the perfect storm because you got him on the tail end. And you got Hackett, who doesn't seem to know what the heck he's doing. I, I'm surprised he didn't get fired before Rule. Like Matt Rule got fired. I, I, I would have said it would have been one of the two. It's yeah, it's coming. You're absolutely. Oh, wait, a, wait a minute though, Tom. When you look at the the Seattle situation of that team, of those teams that were in the bowl game in in, in the NFC Championship, there's only two guys that's left on the unit. That was Bobby Wagner and Russ. Everybody else was gone. Everybody. So at the end, if we're gonna start over. Are we really starting over with Russ? Because, and the reason why I'm saying that, Tone, is because Russ is at a point in his career where, kind of like Dame, where if, do I want to be a part of a rebuild? That doesn't mean that I'm over. I still got the goods. I just don't want to be a part of a rebuild. Add that to the fact that I want to be on a crew that fits my my skill set, and I don't think it does in Denver. I don't think, him him being in Denver, I just don't think that that fits his skill set. I think that there are... I think they're more of a run. I think that they're more of a run first team. I think they're getting Gordon more involved in the offense would help them out. But I don't think Russ is I don't think Russ is washed like you think. I just think he's in a bad system, Tone. I really do. I think they're getting here. Let me put it this way. I took off my shirt just so you guys know. Uh the Bears never win when I actually wear their gear. So um I, I don't want to jinx them any any more than I already have. Um 
I think they're getting the same type of Russell Wilson that they got when they got Peyton Manning. That it's it's the Russell Ver- Wilson version of no tone because no because and, one thing about russ i'm not saying i'm not saying anything about his arm it wasn't to say i know that manning had a noodle arm at, that's at that what one. i was th- that's, yeah. that's, that's, i'm that's not saying I'm the thinking. arm i'm saying what saved russ a lot in seattle and Haley, you can confirm this or deny uh because you're a russ fan and you watch a lot of games out there on the west coast um he had no offensive line and he was always able to get out of pressure Right and throw the ball. That that's that's what gave him so much success was buying it. Yeah. Not like a scram. I don't want to call him a scrambling quarterback, but he was he, able to he, move. He, he was. He's, he's kind of. Let, I don't think off that, that guy. I don't think it's that guy anymore. I don't think it's that guy anymore. Hmm. I don't Hold think on. It's that guy. Hey, H. You being yeah. a Forty Nine er fan, how could you be a Russ fan? How? As much as what he's done to us. Because, because I grew up in Seattle, it, it's everyone I grew up around was either a fan or Seattle fan. So I was forced. I was forced. But yeah, yeah. you were were forced. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, I do want to address the chat. Uh, Kuba Starks basketball asked, why does he call him tone? Yes. uh, Short. Why does he call me tone? Uh, Because yeah. (laughs) Anthony, Anthony, Tony, tone, (laughs) Um, you know, for those, for those that don't know, me and you know one of my favorites. What am- oh, that's a new one. Okay, <laughs> I like it. Uh, um, but yeah, but what's up, chat? Um, get those likes up. Little ghost face, face killer to get us going. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. It's good to see you guys again. What's up, Gideon? Um, so yeah, we have some stuff to get into. So let's jump off the NFL. Uh. Well, actually, let's let's stay on it. Let's talk a Brett, about Brett Favre. Uh, we we've kind of touched on this earlier, a couple episodes ago, but we're gonna get into it again because we'll we'll get into it. Um, so he's denied any knowledge of knowing. If you guys know, there's like a welfare scandal going on. He basically uh, allegedly didn't know that he was using welfare, uh, the community's money in order to buy his daughter a, or allow the school to buy his daughter a new volleyball court. So, um, to build them a volleyball stadium, let's be clear. A stadium. Yeah. Like we just, so, we're not just putting like new new flooring. In, yeah, yeah, in yeah. Everything. This no. is a whole we're basically Five million dollars, five million dollars <laughs> that was bookmarked for welfare for families on welfare yeah. in yeah moved yeah. transferred st- stolen and put to build uh in the, in the poorest state in the country by the way yeah now it's moved amazing. to build a volleyball stadium for girls volleyball at the university of is southern mississippi i believe it's, yes. it's southern mississippi correct yeah so basically this is the quote that came out uh i think it was yesterday he said this is him in a discussion with somebody um in a higher power if you were to pay me is there any way the media can find out where it came from and how much so basically he knows he's doing something wrong when you go in asking the question is anybody going to find out yeah you're probably doing something that you shouldn't be doing so um i my question here is one if we go along the lines that he has no idea what what is he guilty of because when you surround yourself with people that are doing the wrong thing you are guilty by association um or we can go along the lines that he absolutely knew what was going on um 
he knew what he was doing. He was stealing money in order to benefit um, himself and take credit for something that uh, he shouldn't. And by the way, before you guys answered, his net worth, according to Google, so it could be more, it could be a little bit less, is $100 million. So the fact that he was stealing money from the community when he could have easily paid for a portion, if not all, of whatever was going on is is it's frustrating. So and let's 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 earmark that net worth thing because I do have a question yes. for you guys later. But okay. Yes, 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 yes. So Jay, we did talk about this, but any differing feelings as of now about well, what he's done? Well, we, we'll let's start the conversation with what a, what a conspiracy is. That that means that it's more than one person involved in an illegal act, right? We're involved in an illegal act, and we know it's an illegal act. So. Yeah. It could be quiet between us. So you and I are involved in an illegal act and we're not saying anything to anybody. However, when the cat is out of the bag where we got you guys on tape, all right, we got you guys on tape telling us or telling each other, well, how can we get away with this? What is it? Is there any way that we can make sure that this doesn't come back to us? Mm -hmm. So when you saying stuff like that, not only do you have knowledge, not only are you involved in a conspiracy, the idea that I didn't do it goes out the window. And the reason why it goes out the window is because we know, not only do we know you're involved, you know you're involved. Mm -hmm. And you know that what you're doing is not okay. So you have to immediately come off the logic of, well, I didn't do any of this. Yes, you did. And the fact that him doing this and coming out and saying, well, I didn't do it. Yeah, it that's just, worse. It's just, it just what it does is it compounds the stereotype. And what I mean when I say it compounds the stereotype, it compounds what privilege is when people in white collar crime are doing things and they're basically getting away with it. And we, Tone has said this to me countless times. We need to start talking more about Brett Favre. And I'm thinking, Tone, they're going to definitely deal with Brett Favre. When in reality, no, they're not. They're not. Oh, they're they, they, they are. They are. They are. And I'll tell you why. How long ago was it that I, I made a big deal of it and I said, these guys need to do more? How, maybe, how long? Maybe less than a month. I can tell yeah, you that. Yeah, a few okay. weeks ago, three. It was, de it was definitely less than a month. About a month ago. So if he really didn't know, if he really didn't know, would he not have come out day one that the story broke and said, I don't have nothing to do with this. I don't know where this is coming from. I don't know what's going on. We're going to get to the bottom of it. It's all lies. Right. Would he not have done that? I think he any would. nor any innocent person would any have done that. Any innocent person yeah. would have denied it, right? Because it's not yes. going away. Uh, if we've got a moderator, we can watch NFL live games. Um, you got to pay us to promote that NFL thing here. Um, he would have come out right away and said, "I didn't do it." What did he do? He sat quiet, didn't say a word. What they did was they cut. They got their investigators. They they found out what information they have what information they don't have, what they can prove, what they couldn't prove. Let's be honest. They are going to help him find a way not to be guilty of something. And now that it's been three weeks and they said, hey, we got you. We got you. We, fi we figured out a way to get you out of this. Now he comes out and says, I, I had nothing to do with it. This is because here's what happens with the text. Here's what happens with the text. Oh, of course I text him because he wanted to pay me because part of the story is he took a million dollars for a speaking engagement. I didn't know where that came from. I just wanted, I text him to ask, but make sure it's legit. I didn't want to do it if it wasn't legit, right? So what they did was they built up their defense 
figured out where they're going to go with it. Oh, now I'm going to come out and say, I didn't do nothing. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Well, that's why I think it's a load <clears> of crap. And, and the fact that I know, I know he's going to get away with this. And so many have gotten away with stuff like this. It's, it's disgusting. Well, the, 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 the one problem that we have in this is him covering his tracks. All right. Well, how does he cover his tracks? He covers his tracks with the fact that he had a bunch of speaking engagements and they were over a million dollars. And what does he do? He actually pays that million dollars back. So he pays that million dollars back out of his own pocket. So that's one part of covering his tracks. All right. So now I'm off the hook for that because that's a credibility issue right there. So now he takes care of that. Now we have the issue of him funneling money. The, well, the, governor, the governor technically was funneling the money. Right. The, now we have the issue of him being involved in, in funneling money. Well, with that being said, where the separator comes in, and I've always felt like this working in law enforcement, where the separator comes in is when we have stuff that you can't explain. So the fact that we have you on tape, we have documented evidence of you telling another party who you are conspiring to move money illegally with, is there any way that my name won't be involved in this? That tells me right there that you knew exactly what was going on. Mm -hmm. You were the money man and you knew that you could possibly get away with this. So the idea that you didn't do it, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I had to show that one. <laughs> Calling bluff for chill saying he can't beat Fluent one-on-one -on -one when I know Fluent will win all day, every day in their prime. I'll doubt that very seriously. <laughs> I, I would say that in about five years, I got you. In your prime, in your prime I, I, I know, I, I said to the, I've, I've, I've admitted to this. <laughs> I am, and we're going to get to your super chat in a minute. Yeah, we got um, you. <clears throat> uh, I, I was never a one-on-one -on -one player. What made me good was I was a very, very good team player. I knew everyone's role, their position, where they were supposed to be on the court. I'm, I was like a coach on the court. That was my. You get me a one-on-one, -on -one, you're probably beat me even in my, <laughs> even in my prime. Unless I can, unless unless you get, unless you leave me open. Because if you leave me open, I'm shooting, and I get hot. <laughs> then, then, I, then I have a fighter's chance, a punter's chance, if you will. Mm -hmm. I was not a one-on-one -on -one guy. I never claimed to be a one-on-one -on -one guy. But now, now, now I'm a little bit. Now I got, I got all those dirty old man tricks. Now, like you know, I'll step on your foot and give you a little push. You know, all the, the knowledge. Like I know all that. I got all the knowledge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My head is faster than they've ever been. I was, a, I was, a, I was an above average one-on-one -on -one yes, player. You were, that, you were. That, listen, that. when I had an NBA player tell me, yeah, you don't Terry, know let us know. Yeah, it's, 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 you don't know Jay. He was like, baby Jordan, turn around, fade away, fade away, and he like he was. You're too humble. NBA player on one-on-one. We believe it. Yeah, you believe it. And I and I know um, you held your own in one game. I know you got smoked in game two, but I know you held your own in one game against I my did. guy Kobe. I did hold my own. I, in one I am game. not going yes, to. I am not going to challenge your your one on one. Yes, I did. I yeah, did no hold my own. There. Um, yes. But okay, I want to go to the net worth. I want to go mm -hmm. to the net worth. Yeah. I'm tired of talking about Brett. Brett, what we should change his name. Brett Favre. Brett Fraud. Um, forget Brett <laughs> yeah. Fraud for a minute, and let's go to some another thing. This is specific for you, Haley. Mm -hmm. Because uh, you're a Warriors fan, yeah. and I believe Quinn Cook. I want to say, is it Quinn Cook? Is his name five hundred million dollar net worth? How's that possible? Quinn Have you Cook. heard this yet? Have you that guys used to, that used to play no. for the Warriors? The guy that's yeah, he's for the he's on their G League team. Used to play yeah. for, them for like five minutes. I know of him, but I don't understand what he's where that he's making that kind of money. <laughs> what the hell did Quinn Cook do? Forbes on, <laughs> on the Forbes list. Everywhere you look. 
Google it, search it. I can't find confirmation other than everywhere, everywhere on Google. Everyone's like, how is this man worth $500 million when he probably made $5 million in the NBA? So I don't know if he's like, is he Dane Cook's son? Is he like, I don't know. Gabe said he was on the Lakers in the bubble. Yeah, he was on but, a championship so, team. Yeah. But you don't make that kind of money from you don't, nobody making that kind of money. No, no. Million? He's like the third, it's no. the third or fifth richest basketball player ever. Quinn Cook? Uh, and yeah. that's that's not basketball money, though. That's I like just you all. I, I think that we I think we talking about I, I think we're talking about somebody completely different because there was a guy that used to play for the Milwaukee Bucks. There was a guy that used to play for the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm, I'm, his name escapes me, but what he did, this is in the 70s, what he did was he owned a bunch of franchises. He 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 was the originator of buying into franchises, and he started buying oh, into yeah, Wendy's. Yeah. I saw that. He started buying into Wendy's, and he was opening up a bunch of Wendy's, and I think at this point, I think his net worth is something like $600 million, and that's him. And then you move to Vinnie Johnson, who Vinnie Johnson – I think he was in. Uh, no, that's 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 our Quinn Cook, but um... Quinn Cook five hundred million. I I I checked it a million times. I, I was hoping you guys knew something. If not, no problem. No idea. Uh, we're gonna start mm-hmm. an investigation. Yeah, we are. I don't know about that. And for next week, we're gonna have an that. answer. Um, yeah, maybe someone in the chat said maybe Quinn robbed a bank. Quinn must have robbed a lot of banks. <laughs> in the, um, <laughs> In, in the oh, words, and in, 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 like maybe he put a bunch into Bitcoin and then pulled out like really quick before the before the collapse. Yeah, maybe in, that, that in, might be the only. thing. In the words of my man Hans from Die Hard, you can steal six hundred dollars and disappear. You steal six hundred million, they will find you they unless they think you. you're dead. Okay, yeah. that's a good point. They will find you. So no Ooh. way. All right. Oh, so man. we promised um, punchers. We promised punchers, pushers, and thieves. So thief, the thief is out. Check. The thief um, is out. But before pushers, we. No, oh, before no. we puncher. get on to pusher, because pusher puncher, is puncher, like puncher. puncher. Uh assist dropped us a super chat. I want to just run with it real quick. Oh, did uh, I didn't see it? Yeah, he's uh he said start bench cut. We love these. Big Ben, Russ, or Eli. Eli. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I, f- I found it. I found it. How do we uh you 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 will you start? Jay, oh. Jay, Jay, or or Haley. Yeah, you go, Jay. Well, we'll start the conversation with Big Ben, with the exception of Russ. He probably was the most talented of the three. All right. So Big Ben, even though I don't think that there's that much separation between You got Big Ben over Russell Wilson? In terms of talent, I think Russell Wilson was a better athlete. I think Russell Russell Wilson was a better athlete, but I think that I I think that uh, Big Ben was was more talented. Now, if I had to start between the two of them. Eli gives me this. Eli's the guy in school that gets C's, but then he'll turn around and get a fourteen hundred on the SAT. That's who he is, which yeah. makes me nuts with Eli. So, if I'm starting, if I'm starting one, I'm starting Big Ben. I'm wow. starting Big. I'm, I'm starting Big Ben. I'm benching Eli. And I'm cutting Russ. Dang. You're cutting Russ. Bye. Why am I cutting Russ? Because Dang. not only. And and once again, we've had this discussion before about what is the separator? Where is the separator? Yeah. Eli Manning is in the top 10 in every major category as a quarterback. That's number one. Number two, not, not only, not only that, not only did he beat Tom Brady once to prove it wasn't a fluke. 
I did it again. That's the separator right there. I'm 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 flabbergasted. There's your separator right there. I'm 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 shocked. I'm I don't know. I, I wish I was more like Stephen A. I'd give you some more bigger words. Uh, I, I I don't understand this at all. Eli Manning did not play Tom Brady one on one. The New York Giants defense beat Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Eli Manning had two great games, but for his career, for his career, Eli Manning is a 500 quarterback. Yep. He's a 500 quarter. He is not. He had one two, game over 500. Not just yeah, five, not, not, not okay, 500. One, I mean, game one game over 500. <laughs> great. Um, he, he is not a, a he had two good runs. Mm-hmm. He had two good runs. It was like they either won the Super Bowl or they didn't make the playoffs. Right. If his name wasn't Manning, right? Bamboozle, but yes, bamboozle. Thank you, young Kobe. I'm bamboozled. I'm confused. I've been deceived. I've been decepticated. It's my best Stephen. Wait a minute. Wait. Hold, hold on, Tom. Um, since, so, since you, hold ahead, on. I'm sorry. Keep going. Gonna, Keep so let going. me answer the question. I guess because I give Big Ben, I guess, more love than most people because um, I, he look. He won. He played well. He threw for a lot of yards. He threw for a lot of. Stuff. He did everything they were asking to. He was very tough mm-hmm. to bring down. He could. He could. You know, for a guy that size, he could actually. Get get you the first down occasionally with mm-hmm. his leg, and he was like maybe one of the toughest quarterbacks to stack. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson by far is the most talented, the best quarterback of this bunch. Of this bunch, he is the best one. And when he had a defense, he won. Mm-hmm. If he had a better coach who had a better play call, they would have won two. They would have beat. No tone. Nope. You're not. Uh. Uh-uh. You know why I'm not letting you off the hook with that? Because I and football just like basketball. Let me very much. I didn't interrupt you. Let me. <laughs> We're going to argue more on this show. All right, let's go. Let's go. Because we've okay. got a lot to go yeah, to. First, first, first. So I go Russ. I go Russ. I'm starting Russ. I'm benching Big Big Ben. And Eli Manning can go do the do the game, the Monday Night Football game. He can go commentate. Because that, that that is that is the order. Oh, yeah. But you're, you're cutting Big Ben. Uh, n- no. No, I'm he's cutting Eli. He's cutting Eli. Eli's out. cutting Eli. Eli's mid. I think he's a four-time Pro Bowler. I think he's in the top what? ten. Yeah, I think he's in the top okay. mid. I think he's. A, I think he's in the top ten in in, in, in in completion percentage. I think he's in the top ten in yards. I think he's in the top ten in quarterback rating. I think he's in the top ten um, in touchdowns. That's I think crazy. he's in. The, I think he's in the top ten. All of these things when he retired, Eli. And I know you hate this tone, and I know you don't want to hear this. Eli Manning, when he's up for it, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. First ballot. And it's not a question, even though I do have a little bit of a Manning. He never would have a chance if he wasn't a Manning. See, there's a difference between having a chance and actually producing. Let's not get the two confused. Let's not get two good seasons. Let's not get the two confused. I mean, he did make the Pro Bowl four times. Yes, he did. So. All right. The chat is hungry for Draymond Green news. Uh, So Mm -hmm. let's get on to that. Uh, Uncle Tito in the chat said, glad to see the crew back together. And uh, we We were always together. You just didn't know where we were. We were still running. Mm -hmm. So how I want to approach this uh, is, I don't know if you guys in the chat or you two saw um, the Katie interview when he was asked about the Draymond Green situation and kind of how their past, we, we know there's been some drama in their past. Um, so kind of how that correlated. Um, and when they asked KD, he said, uh, this is no comparison to that. Somebody got punched, man. I hear some people say that happens a lot in the NBA, but I have never seen nothing like that before. Um, so basically KD was like, this is not even 
similar to what Draymond, Draymond and I had, which I agree with. And another thing is I have heard a lot of people, just like Katie said, you know, I, I've heard so many people say this happens all the time. And he's like, that that's not true. Do we fight? Do we verbally, you know, go off at times? Absolutely. But do we go and punch people in the face? No. And 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 granted, this is an era where we don't see that really ever. I I, I can't remember the last. Well, I guess there was it happened last it year happened. With, Drake, with uh LeBron and uh, who was that kid? Uh, Isaiah somebody. Isaiah somebody punched LeBron, but it was like a. Isaiah Stewart, yeah. Yeah. I, Bron, Bron accidentally bowled him and it, it wasn't even a thing. Yeah. yeah. It, but it, it, it was into so minor. Else. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And then on top of Katie, on top of all the drama that's been going on in, in our franchise, Steve Kerr mentioned that this was the biggest crisis in his tenure with the Warriors franchise that he's ever had to deal with. So, and, and that's saying a lot. So, and I'm approaching this from the, from the aspect that this got, the cat got out of the bag. Like, this would have been kept in house. I really need a cat sound. <laughs> the second time you guys, I need the cat out of the bag. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is something that I think would have been, it was going differently before that video was leaked. It. I mean, we talked about it last week and it, it wasn't to this point of absolute crazy chaos. I mean, it, it was crazy, but at that point, I think it was, it could have started to decrease a little bit, but then that video was released and it just went crazy again. So Fluent, do you think, uh, that one, Draymond getting no suspension, only a fine, and being back on the court in practice today, on the court tomorrow, is acceptable. And secondly, do you think this is going to cause any kind of dissension moving on through the rest of the season? Because they are going to visit. They, I mean, once you allow somebody to know your weakness or a weakness, people tend to use that. I'm not saying other players. I'm mostly saying fans and fan bases. So how do you see this kind of moving forward for them? So, so here's the thing. If you include high school, college, and the pros, um, I got, what, a decade or so, maybe more, maybe 12 years. Jay, probably around the same, right? Maybe 12, 15 years. Was, I'm going to ask a question first. Was there ever a season where two players didn't get into some type of altercation? Never. Not one. Not one. Exact same thing. Not once did there, was there ever a season where two teammates didn't get into something. Uh, heck, I've been involved in some of them. So the fact that this happened, I've said this a million times, is not a surprise. Now, people people now saw it. And that's that's the odd thing, right? Because we don't see it that often. So the fact that we saw it, now they have to make a big deal. So, so if, and just FYI, he did technically get suspended. When he said, I'm going to step away from the team for a couple of days, that was his suspension. Mm-hmm. They just didn't come out formally and say, Hey, you're suspended. Um, so yeah, so I'm not surprised that it's a fine. And he only got the fine because because people saw it. What what should have happened was they got into a fight, no one sees it, they hash it out, and they're practicing the next day. That's what happens. That's how that's but how sports work. I, I get this. And I was along the same lines as you, but the fact that he I mean, when was the last time that you do you think that it's a regular occurrence that people are going up to their teammates and punching them in the face when they're defenseless? This is different than we thought. Like at first I was on that page. And then when I saw the video, I was like, okay, wait up. Like this is, you it's not punch, okay. You punch people in practice every day. Okay. <laughs> that's a different, it's a different environment. I mean, that's, you're supposed to do that. You're not oh. supposed to do that to your teammate. Like if it had been to like, it. somebody I, I, else. I get it. 
okay, I could get right. that, but your own guy that you just won a championship with that you're now going into another season trying to repeat, which we will. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I think I think the 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 blessing and the curse with Dre is that he he goes overboard sometimes. His emotions dictate a lot of his actions. And sometimes you love it and you go, yes, that's what we need. He's our defensive emotional leader. Other times he goes overboard and you have to reel him back in. We've heard Steve Kerr complain about what he does often. We've heard teammates complain like he goes overboard often. We've seen him go overboard often. So again, what am I what am what am I surprised about? So defenseless. I wouldn't say defenseless. Like if you guys are jawing at each other and you see him coming at you, like, you know, I I I'd be ready to throw hands. Like, I'm sorry if someone rushes me, I'm ready. Um, now should yeah. he have done it? Okay, no, probably shouldn't have punched his own teammate in the face. Okay, yes, I agree. I've thrown a punch at a teammate. So I I guess I don't want to be a hypocrite and say I'd never do it because I did it. Um yeah. but but that's what I'm saying is it, you you it happens. Michael Jordan famously, right, punched Steve Kerr right in the face. Yeah. And what did Steve Kerr say after? It, it it brought us closer together. He saw that I wouldn't back down. I took it like a champ, and we were better for it. So it good can come out of it. It's not ideal, but good can come out of it if you let it. But the world didn't see that. So that's and, and I'll let and I'll let Jay go because I know what Jay's gonna say. Why it got leaked. So that's that's really I think the bigger yeah. why and how it got leaked. So I, 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 I don't want to steal your thunder, but I know I wanna... that. I want to start the conversation with Draymond being on the crew since 2012. Since 2014-15, when all three of these guys are together, they're either in the NBA Finals or there's a parade in Oakland. That's a fact. So when that, when that kind of stuff is going on, we have a tendency to look past a lot of other nonsense. Yeah. Which tells me that what I saw with Draymond and Jordan Poole, that ain't the first time those two got into it. They've been jawing at each other before. Not only had they been jawing at each other before, it's been a lot worse than that. And I'm certain that it never escalated to that. Now, the fact that it got leaked, which boils my blood, because the first thing I'm thinking is, is there's a reason why we have key cards. There's a reason why we have closed door meetings. There's a reason why we keep the media out of practice. And the reason why we do this stuff is because a lot of the things that we have here are not for the public to see. Can you imagine if ESPN had headline news that Jordan punched Steve Kerr in the face? Can you imagine if we would have seen Hakeem Olajuwon smack Vernon Maxwell? Can you imagine if we would have seen Shaq punch Greg Ostertag in the face? If we would, And this kind of stuff is what I'm talking about when I mean... Now, it's happened a lot of years ago, but the fact that it's on Front Street now, it makes things a lot more difficult. They told us about this immediately after it happened. It's not like they kept it quiet. It happened on Wednesday. They told us that Wednesday. This is an eternal matter, and we're going to handle it internally. And the fact that it got leaked, it's a, it's the equivalent tone to you and me getting to it in practice. And it stays right here in practice, only except you and me getting into it and the entire school sees it. It's got to be handled differently now. And the fact that things need and the fact that things need to be kept in-house is the thing that I'm concerned with the most. Now, what does this mean for this group moving forward? What, what does this mean for this group moving forward? Well, 
I don't think it benefits the Golden State Warriors to leak this. I just don't. It's bad business. If they end up leaking this thing, it's bad business for them because they don't need this kind of press. Not only do they not need this kind of press, Draymond doesn't need this kind of press because he's already had many run-ins with the Golden State Warriors with nonsense. So there was no reason for this not to stay in-house. And the fact that it got out, it wasn't beneficial to anybody in the Golden State Warriors organization, and it wasn't beneficial to Draymond. Mm. Now, does this lower Draymond's value? What does this actually do for the Golden State Warriors? So do we move off of Draymond? Well, we don't really have a market for Draymond. But you know who we do have a market for? Jordan Poole. We could get a haul for him. If we were to move off of Jordan Poole, we could get a bunch of draft picks. We can get a bunch of young players for him. Now, Tone, I hate that. I hate that idea. We could get a bunch. Of, and the reason why we could get a bunch of draft picks for him, because he's younger. Not only is he younger, he's more dynamic. Draymond doesn't really have a lot of value. And Draymond comes off the and Draymond comes off the books after two years. And we're probably not going to have to pay him after that. When I think about Jordan Poole, we're going to have to pay him. And we're going to have to pay him way more. And there are a lot of people that I talk to who aren't sold on Jordan Poole as that guy. They're not. There are people who dig him, but he looks really good in this system. I don't know mm-hmm. if Jordan Poole is is at his apex tone. Who I'm, is Jordan I'm, Poole? I'm not, I'm, not compa- I'm not comparing Jordan Poole, but that's what they said about Curry. In this system, he looks good, but he's not going to work anywhere else. Does it well, matter? The, 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 the Curry situation is completely different because they built that unit around him. He was there from the beginning. So the Jordan but Poole in, situation. But in the beginning, he was an injury-prone player that they're like, well, does this work? And, and they weren't sure, but he was producing with it being built around him. Jordan Poole is in a situation where this thing isn't built around him. He's benefiting from playing with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and all of these other guys. So I don't, I, I can't really see myself all right, being so Haley, all in with. Let's ask the Warriors fans. So Haley. Uh, I'll get, we'll get to the super chat because it's about this topic. Um, so Haley, do you want them to trade Jordan Poole and to keep Draymond for two more years? Would that make you happy as a Warriors fan? No, no, the, I, I like. Depending okay. on depending on what the result is, but keep going, Haley. Wait, so my question is the result of because are we talking Draymond's contract extension? Dray- or not Draymond has this out? year. Draymond has this yeah. year and a player option, right? Which he's going to use. He's not. He he's will. not going to. He's yeah. not leaving that money on the table. He's going to well, use it. Is, yeah. I know. I've heard all kinds of people saying, "Oh, Draymond wants to go to the Lakers. This was purposeful." Um, you know, the Warriors don't want him. I, they're not going to let Draymond go. Draymond is going to retire a Warrior, and, mm-hmm. and I know. Yeah. I understand. I understand that people. Want to say, you know, the point is to win. The Warriors will do whatever it takes to win games and hopefully more championships. But I also believe that the system that is in place there is so reliant on chemistry. And I don't think they're going to take a piece of that chemistry. If this is surprising, like, yes, he punched Jordan, it happened. But this is something that comes with Draymond, those emotions, like you were saying, fluent. It's not going to make them not want him on the team anymore. Now, if his numbers start, falling if he just totally like you know has a struggle this season and isn't getting better then absolutely i'd say they would trade him because it's the best thing for the team but um in all honest in all honesty i don't think he's going anywhere and i don't think jordan's going in anywhere i think they're gonna keep him i mean we're already in the highest luxury tax like why not add some more right why not why not I just yeah. Let's. What this, do you this, think, one, this one's this one's well. Let me let's let's do the super chat here first yeah. from Gabby. 
Um, Chill, how you feeling? So obviously on the panel on Tuesday, if you guys were watching, uh, if you weren't, Ticket said it's uh, the suits in the Warriors organizations were the one that actually leaked um, no his tape no. to drop Dre's value, be it for, uh, for, for to re-sign him for less money. Have you changed your mind, Jay, on that at all? No, I haven't. And the reason why I haven't is because I'm looking at Draymond and how many more years of value he's got. Draymond, I think he's 33. In the next two years, he'll be 35. So what are we going to get from Draymond after that? I'm 100% confident that Draymond in two years is not going to be a max player, which means that these two years that we already have him on the books, we got him on the books. And after these two years, if we'd like, we could just sever. There's no reason for us to drop his value. There's no reason for us to leak this to well, make it look bad on him. Unless they want to extend no him reason. now, unless they want to extend him now, and they say, "Hey, based on this, which hey, they, which, which, you're, you're done in two years. We'll give you a four year at a lesser value. That the total money will work out still in your favor. Like we can give you two years fifty, or we can give you a four year. No, sorry, we can give you a two year whatever forty. Or we can give you a four year hundred, which brings the per uh, down, right? The per year down, which right. makes you both happy. Does that work? No, it doesn't. You know why it doesn't work, Tom? Because if you felt like that, you would have already done it. You already know who Draymond is. It's not like we're in year six or year where this is going to be something else. Draymond Green is, I think he's in year, I think he's going into year 11. We know who Draymond Green is. You guys in the organization, you know who Draymond Green is. Not just off, not just in the public, but also behind closed doors. You know the kind of player he is. Mm -hmm. You know the kind of person he is. You know the kind of chemistry he brings to the unit. And you haven't extended him. And the reason why you haven't extended him, because you're not sure. So there's no reason to leak this to lower his value. You already know how you feel about him. There's you don't want to pay you think that they're not there's sure? Like they're, do you think they're shopping around for, for options for if they, if they, I don't think that they're shopping him, but I don't think that they're ready to pay him the max because if they were, oh, if they, oh, if they, oh, oh, if they okay. were ready to extend him, they would have done it already. There's right. no reason. There's there, no there, reason. There is a reason. Fair enough. There is a reason. <laughs> there is a reason. If they extend him for what he wants without lowering his value some time and they sign Poole and, and, and I think Wiggins, Wiggs. I believe. Yeah. Right. 513 million reasons. Mm -mm. That's how much they'll pay after the after the luxury tax. Right, five hundred and thirteen million. Absolutely, in a league that has a salary cap of one hundred and thirty million, a three hundred thirty-four right. million. Right. So if I'm if look, not me personally, not me. Right. Clear, not me. But if I am an executive of the Warriors who just spent that much money on a stadium, that's trying to make money. Let's be very clear. Mm -hmm. Right, we built the stadium. We're printing money. They're all they, you know, they talk too much nonsense now, mm -hmm. and that's what got them into this mess, mind you. But I gotta figure. I got a hundred million dollars is gonna make a difference. But dollars will make a difference. So it, it, now, now, was it the CEO? Was it the president? Maybe not. But maybe there was a VP who was like, you know what? It wouldn't be a bad thing if if it got leaked. And I'll tell you why. Excuse me. And I'll tell you why, because in Political campaigns, right? Business boardrooms, mm -hmm. all the time. There's a, a a group of people, not necessarily the top top dogs, mm -hmm. who have these conversations. Excuse me, I can't speak. Who have these conversations? What should we show? What should we leak? Mm -hmm. What should we keep? And they don't know. Listen, I've had people who were president say, "I wouldn't have done it that way," but hey, let's 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 make it work in in our favor. So, could I believe that someone who is maybe trying to get ahead? 
might have leaked it in the organization and then went, hey, look, it's going to work in our favor. Now we don't got to pay him 40. We pay him 25. I, I'm not, I, I I would never say no to that because I've seen it happen. And the reason why that, I, I can appreciate that logic tone, but the I'm looking at Draymond and his value at this current moment. Draymond, we got him on the books for two more years. Worst case scenario, he plays out his contract. No, worst case scenario is we got to pay him. What do we have to pay him though? Because his value isn't that high. Best case scenario, he plays out the two years. We win it again. And not only do we win it again, oh, we're the NBA finals again. And now we have a different conversation as opposed to what we're going to do is we're going to leak some information about him being, we're going to leak some information about him being non-compliant. We're going to leak some information about him not being on board and just doing something dumb to lower his value. We already got him on the books. Not only do we have him on the books, we don't have to extend him. It's not like we're in a contract year. Draymond Green is one of those guys that if we don't extend him, we're going to lose him. Well, if we do lose him, is it that big of a deal if we lose him in two years as in opposed two years. to as, no. as, as opposed to if we lose him three years ago, if we lose him four years ago? I don't think it's that big of a deal if we lose him two years from now. That's why I'm not making that's why it doesn't make sense to me to lower his value. We already got him on the books for probably over his value. No, but no, but hold on again. But this is where the, the negotiation comes in. So next year he's due. Uh, what is 35, 35 37, 25, 25 million next year? No, 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 yeah. no, no, more than that. Mm -hmm. 25 million. That's what he on the book. His, his, his extension was four years, a hundred million. I don't think that's, I don't think that's correct. And here's, let me just, let me just double check it. Um, next I think it's 25 year. or 27 million. One of those two. Okay. Yeah. 20. Yeah. 20 next year. Mm -hmm. 25, yeah, 25. Yep. Which you probably got, which which you got him at that that contract. If you think about it, Tone, when he extended himself a couple of years ago, you actually got a good, you actually, that contract is probably outdated now because nobody is, is, is putting Draymond on their books for 25 million today. Nobody is doing that. So you got him at, you, you got him at a value that's a little over his value. So there's no reason for you to rush to extend him. Why are we doing that? No reason to rush to extend him. You already got him in house. You already got him on the books, and you got him on the books for two more years. So if we, so if we end up losing him in two years at age 34, 35, how much of him are we really? How much are we really losing? As opposed to like if we lose Jordan Poole right now, who we're really not sure about as a lead guy, and we get up and we able to get a haul back for him. Meanwhile, Draymond in the system and how much better he is in the system with both Clay and Dre, and we end up back in the finals because again, Tom, what we're not doing is we're not looking about we're not looking for we're not looking forward toward the future. We got Steph Curry at 34 years old. We got Clay Thompson at 32, going to be 33 years old. We ain't thinking about five years from now. We're thinking about right now. Can we win next year? Can we win if we can win next year and keep this group together? Let's do it. So here, here's 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 my issue with that. I think Dre is a smart enough business person mm -hmm. that this is his next contract is he knows it's his last contract. Right. So I think he's opting out. of It's 27 million, by the way. He's making 25 this year. He gets a raise. He gets 27 ne next right. year and he's going to opt out and he's going to say this is my last contract. I'm looking for three years, 45 or four years and. 
uh, you know, 60, 60. I'm thinking like three years, 75 million. Three, well, no, three, no one's going to, three or 75, I don't think that's because that's still 25 a year. That's and why I, he ain't leaving that money on the table, Tone, for that reason right there, what but, you just but I said. Think if he goes, if he stay, if he's opts in and plays one more year at 27, he's not getting another 20. Like he's, he's trying to get that 60 million for three years, like right. now locked in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where they want to give him 15 because don't forget, every dollar that they spend is five bucks now with that, with that. It's five now instead of it's instead of yeah. two. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're there. Oh my god. For every yeah, dollar I spend, I gotta spend two dollars. So now for every dollar I'm over, it's five dollars. My goodness. Their salary cap would be it, what they actually pay players in that in that five hundred and thirteen million dollar scenario, they actually pay players 170 and pay five and then and then after the luxury stuff, it's five hundred and thirteen million. Mm. So so every dollar counts now because listen, there's still bit like we forget. These guys made enough money to buy a basketball team because they're businessmen. Right. And they're ruthless business. They're not throwing around money. They're not all Mark Cubans who right. like hit the lottery on a dot com and then bought a team for peanuts right. and now it's worth, you know, a hundred times that. No, these guys bought the Warriors at a premium. Mm. Now they've built that up to an even bigger premium, but they're not crazy. And they know five hundred million, you can't, you can't, you can't make a profit on five hundred. That's not that's not sustainable. I I, I very okay. much understand that. No and doubt to your about point, that. because they know Clay is gone soon, Steph is getting older. So those guys, um, you know, so that's what I'm saying. I think I think he's opting out and he's and he's and that's his he's getting his one, even if someone wants to pay him, if it's the Warriors, it's you've said this before, that thank you money. Right, that hey, this for what you've done. That's what he wants, and and I don't bl- I don't blame him. If I was the player, I'd do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I have no idea, but in my gut, I just have a feeling. I mean, I feel like I have a tiny bit of familiarity with kind of the the front office, but uh, I I don't think Draymond's gonna leave. I I don't know if he'll get paid as much as he is now, but he's gonna retire, Warrior. I mean. It's just the media going off, but it'll it'll come down in, in a bit, and he'll probably get his money. Honestly, they're gonna build he'll a, probably they're, get his money. Y'all, y'all gonna kill me for this. They're gonna build a statue of Draymond outside the arena one day. Yes, they are. Clay, <laughs> yep, they're gonna yep. build a statue of yeah, him. Yeah. Steph, they're gonna build a statue of him and Draymond. And they're, gonna build, they're gonna build a statue of them three dudes outside the arena one day. Watch <laughs> Monte. Who? All, all yep. right. You think they're gonna get one? They're not gonna get their own. They're gonna get one connected. No, not connected, but they, 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 it's, it's yeah, going to be like Javon, Magic. Yeah. Be, I'm, I'm telling you. They're a big three. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, What's up, Ticket? Ticket's been been in the comment section. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, get those likes up, too, you guys. Um, It's our first show back, so <laughs> we appreciate you, and uh, maybe we can get NFL Live out of the out of there, too. Um, I got to – I got to – what can, can you jot down – let me – what is it? NFLRTV.com. All right, I'm going to reach out to them and let them know. Um, and let them know that uh, they need to pay us if they're going to be hitting up our hitting up our show. And take it, no, Draymond's not gone. I don't know where you think he's going, but he'll, he'll be there. He's not he's going to LA. He wants to play with, no, he wants to play with LeBron. No. If I agree, if if Draymond leaves, of course he would go play with LeBron, but he's not going to. I don't think you like. There's. It's not just. Wait, I figured it out. I figured it out. Uh oh. I figured you it out. You got rid of him. I just I, I just I just I just seen the light go over Tone Head. I, I, I just seen the light bulb go. Out. I figured it out. Here we go. Check it out. All check right. it out. Can somebody check the score? So What's the score? It's three nothing at halftime. You don't want garbage. to know. garbage. No garbage. Get the commanders, the Broncos, the Bears off my TV. All garbage. of it. Garbage. 
Uh, get Justin Fields off my team. Get him right. out of the NFL. So here's the thing. Draymond punches Poole after saying he wants to play with LeBron. Westbrook now creates an issue in L.A. Now, don't, I don't think, even I don't think Westbrook and Draymond. Do not. No, no. no 13, oh, 13, a 13. A 13. But I'm thinking okay. Draymond, Draymond to Draymond to like L.A., Westbrook to Indiana, Miles Turner to the Warriors. We got our center, though. We don't need Miles. Who's your center? Wiseman. Wise. He, what, what have you, Wiseman hasn't played yet. No, I get that, but we have Luke, who's your a center? solid center, your, and no, we have your Wise. Center? He's your project. We don't. Miles we steps right in. You wouldn't take Miles Turner right now for Draymond? No, I don't know. Don't, I don't want to talk about that. Don't, hey, I like Haley, Miles, but don't, I don't, don't know. Tone, don't let the, Haley. Do not let Tone scare you off. Yeah, don't get, don't, don't get in my head. Uh, do not let him. Uh, uh, do not let him scare you off. I don't want Miles. I, I good guy, great. Okay, maybe not. Maybe not Miles. Someone else. I don't want Russ. Anybody else? I, let's make sure. Let's get to the bottom of that before we go any yeah, further. H boogie. Okay, but, of that. but but before we get to anybody else, let me tell you who you don't want on your crew, Haley. Who you do? Who do you not want on your crew? Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Or Kyrie Irving, <laughs> or Ben Simmons. We'll get you. We'll get you. We'll get you. KD back. We can. They can. As, yeah. as, as as ticket as our friend Ticket would say, they can stack the deck again. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I, you know what? I bet you they lose if they bring KD back. It hurts oh, all it of would, their legacies. It wouldn't. No, no, that would that would not. And you know who they lose to? <laughs> oh boy, them slippers out of San Diego. <laughs> okay, we will touch on some preseason in a sec, but I do want to, uh, Jay. Speaking of Russ, uh, he's been in in the headlines the last few days. Right. Russell Westbrook. Uh, what's going on there? Any well, any hesitations with the Lakers? I know, and I here we go. Like I know they beat us in preseason. I've been getting a lot of slack for that. Right. But preseason does not matter. But what what is this sudden confidence and and feel we're getting from Russ? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he's got somebody in the organization that's got his back in Darvin Ham. Mm -hmm. Like last, last season, I don't think that Vogel ever really wanted Russ. I don't think that he wanted anything to do with Russ. I think Russ was forced on him and he had to deal with Russ. So because he had to deal with him, he was forced to deal with him his own way. And I think that that hampered what they were doing. What I mean when I say that is Russ wants to play a certain way. For example, they had a, they, they had a back and forth, not a beef, but they had a back and forth where, Vogel told Russ, when the ball comes off the backboard, you know, get it out to the guard. Russ said, wait a minute. You know, when I rebound, I'm the guard. I go with it. So already we have a divide right there. Add that to the fact that Vogel isn't really feeling Russ in the beat. He's not really feeling Russ anyway. So in the process of him not feeling, so in the process of him not feeling him, that even compounds what's already going on there. Darvin Ham comes in. And he comes in with the attitude that, Russ, I know who you are, and I know how good you are, and I'm going to incorporate your skill set into what we're doing here. That's all Russ wants to hear. Okay, I could get back to being me now. And in the process of me get back to being me, one of those things is me being supremely confident, me being supremely confident in what I'm doing. Now, I know you guys saw the film earlier today with him being off on the side. Well, if you remember, Russ always did that when he was in Oklahoma City where he would charge from the half court all the way to the baseline and scream at the fans and clap his hands like he's ready to go. He's always done that. He's also, he's also, he said, 
he was on the side talking to the coach when Pat Beverly was calling him over. He was talking to the coach. Well, the reason why you saw that is because the coach was probably reaming Russ. Yo, you need to get your you know what, you know where. And Russ probably didn't appreciate that language. Pat Beverly's trying to calm him down and reel him in, and Russ is somewhere else. That doesn't mean that he's not on board with everybody. No, but I will tell you this, Tone. I'm not going to wait long. Remember what I told you last year when I was like, yo, I'm going to wait till the All-Star break. We haven't seen with this. You're not getting that kind of time with me. If I don't like what I see in the first month, month and a half, we ripping up the plan and we doing something different. I'm not waiting like I did last year. Nope, we're not doing that again. I just, I just want to point out, um, one, up until now, and and look, maybe this is a blip. I've been I've been happy with what I've seen from Russ and the Lakers, uh, and Russ Russ specifically in the preseason. Um, the comment, by the way, the only non super chat that gets shown is if you say comments like that, um, Dub. Uh, please don't uh you're not coming on the show um so that being said back to the wrestling if the wrestling doesn't work i i think you're right i think you're right they need to make they need to fail quick and i've said this to you many many times if i didn't i didn't like the trade i didn't like when the lakers brought russ because you can't have two guys that are that ball dominant it just won't work just won't work now can and, and you don't let russ be russ you're just you're setting him up for failure. You're setting the team up for failure if you don't let a guy play, you know, that way. It just it's not good. It doesn't yeah. work. Mm-hmm. So so this time around, I think you're right. Is if we don't see that it's working, boom, we move on and we're done. The problem is if it doesn't work because you're not letting him be who he is, you're not gonna have any takers. Like he makes a lot of money, 40 plus million dollars. 47 million. Yeah. 47 million. Here's the thing, though, Tone. The good thing about Russ and his contract, it's an expiring contract. So when you're trading people, expiring contracts always look good to teams. Always. Because they come off the books. It's not like Russ got two or three more years left on his deal. He's got an expiring contract. So he's going to be a lot less difficult to move at this point than he would be two years ago. A lot less difficult. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I ain't scared of no one, by the way, uh, Gabby. Especially not Dub. Dub. Dub says catchphrases, then says, ooh, and everybody goes, ooh. But then when you actually listen back on the tape, you, you don't say shit. All right, moving on. I want to see that. Um, yeah, you want to well, see you want to see t- two teammates punch each other? Put me and Dub in the same room. Yeah, let's go. Uh okay. I I don't I don't want to get into this like too much, but Devontae Adams, um, if you were watching. You saw what happened with the cameraman. He kind of, obviously, he was frustrated after that game. I was frustrated, and I don't even really care about how the Raiders do. But it's so hard to see him come from the Packers, be on the Raiders, know his worth, know the quality player that he is, and then just to see that frustration. And that just ended up boiling over. Mm -hmm. And then the cameraman was there. Things happened. Not really anything. He was pushed over. He got right back up. And... Then Devontae was charged with a misdeme- misdemeanor. So, Fluence, uh, thoughts on how this went on and if you think that, uh, I guess, that kind of disciplinary action that was taken, well, it was, it was he got a misdemeanor on his record. Um, how do you feel about this and, and do you think that was fair? I'm, I'm so torn with this one yeah. because, one, listen, Adams cannot be taken out his frustration on on some cameraman, 
right? Like that's that's obvious. You, you, we know why he's frustrated, right? You saw him slamming his helmet down to the back. Like he he thought he caught a first down uh, ball on that third down. He was just out of bounds, right? He thought he had a toad drag swag, whatever the hell they damn call it. He didn't. He stepped out of bounds, cost him probably the game, right? On the next play on the fourth down, um, he gets, I think he's the one who gets tied up at the line, throws off the timing and the two Raiders receivers slam into each other. And that's, yeah. that's the ball game, right? Like it looked like yeah. three stooges out there. Tom, before, uh, before you go any further, Tom, what was that? That looked like they just I, drew that up right there. I'm watching that going, I, y'all never went no, over there. So what happened is if you watch how it started, so what's supposed to happen is one releases first and cuts, and then it's, right. Right, it's meant to. It's but I think Adams on the outside gets – he's in bump coverage, and so he gets slown up, and so they're timing, and they just end up getting to the spot. Oh, my God. Now, you'd think one of them would be smart enough to be like, I see him coming. Let me slow down. Let me speed yeah. up. Yeah. So you're just so or break off the route. Like, don't run into each other. <laughs> but they were it's the Raiders, so what do they do? They run into each other. So he's he's upset, right? He 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 kind of he's out of bounds on that one. Then he slams yeah. into it. So and now maybe he's probably I don't know if he's blaming himself. Is he blaming his teammate for that mm-hmm. for that play? They're they're already frustrated about the uh, the roughing the passer phantom call. So I, I get his frustration. I get it. Right. But, but and then so, so on top of that, so now he's trying to leave the tunnel. I'm sure people are saying things to him as well. Yep. And now there's this guy that jumps in front of him who should not be there. Let's be very clear that that guy's supposed to be on the side. You don't step in front of the tunnel where the players are coming in and out of. Which so you now, saw him, by the way. You saw him coming up. By the you way, you saw him coming up. Yeah, but you shouldn't saw. be there. Shouldn't be there. He's frustrated. His first mm-hmm. reaction is bam, and he pushes him. Okay, so wrong on his part. Right. A, 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 a misdemeanor? I get fine. Like I get it. Maybe a civil suit. You know, make, make a little money. Like yeah, give the guys. Yeah, I get it. Give him, give him a little coin. I, that's the world we live in, unfortunately now. But like a mis- uh, criminal charge. Yeah, that's and, crazy. Well, you and, understand why though. I'm sorry, H. Go ahead. Well, no, no. I just wanted to. I mean, I don't know if you guys were on Twitter, uh, but this is the apology that he he posted. Um, I want to apologize to the guy. There was some guy running on the field and he ran, like jumped in front of me coming off the field. And I bumped into him, kind of pushed him and he ended up on the ground. Uh, I wanted to say that I'm so sorry for that because I, it was just frustration mixed with him literally running in, into me. So basically he s- explains the situation, says, sorry, kind of says, you know, my bad, like we both weren't doing what we were supposed to do. Right. Uh, and then the guy went on to, to literally like i don't know what happened how it got to the point of him filing this charge uh obviously it's, it's of course he's grab. gonna file he wants to make money i get it but dang like I, it's just frustrating i know that's the world we live in like you said but um and Devonte ended up deleting that once he was charged which i thought was funny but you know it is real but go ahead jay well the reason why this whole thing is what it is is exactly why the draymond situation is what it is because we saw it if this wasn't on video, if we got two people who, after a heated exchange on the football field, and I'm walking off, and somebody out of the blue runs in, in front of me, and it's, a, it's just a natural reaction to, to just try to push yeah. that person away, if we never saw that, then it would just be that. You know, he got into an altercation on the sideline. But the fact that we saw it, it looks a lot worse. Prime example. Tony, you can remember this. How much worse did it look? When Dennis Rodman kicked the cameraman, as opposed to if we hadn't seen it, how, how, oh, how, how, that did how, not look bad at all. Right, it didn't look. It, it didn't look. It, it didn't look bad, 
on the surface. But after- Haley, if you missed it, it looked like so. Here's the guy's groin, and his leg goes like this. Oh, and he went, oh, did he, did he get right. paid big? He's all over. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, he's, yeah. now he's doubled over. Now yeah, all this stuff is going on. Dennis is suspended for Dennis is suspended for five games. Dennis yeah. now has a lawsuit against him. If this mm. thing wasn't on tape, this would have never gone down like this. Absolutely not. Now, what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to blame the fan. or the, I'm sorry, I'm not going to blame the cameraman for this. No, yeah, I'm not going to do that. There. No. I'm, 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 no, I'm not, I'm not going to interrupt. Sorry to interrupt. Justin Fields, 40-yard touchdown to uh, Dante Pettit. Thank you very much. Well, Bears very good. Down, baby. Okay. Very good. Yeah, I took the shirt off. See what happens? Good juju. Bobby. Still right, go Bobby. Hey, I'm not going yeah. to blame the cameraman for this, but what I will say is I understand out of frustration how Tay was. And I think this is something that could be handled civilly. I don't think that we have to jump through a whole bunch of hoops and, oh my God, I can't believe these football players. Well, first and foremost, we have to make sure we remember what football is. Football is a very violent sport. And not only is it a very violent sport, especially when you're in the heat of it, things like this are going to happen. If you're going to, if, if after a tough game, you're going to walk right in front of any football player who was involved in the reason why they lost, you might get something like this. So this isn't yeah. something that's just out of the blue. I, 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 feel, I feel like I, this, this won't happen. They'll never do it. Um, he wasn't supposed to be on that path, right, to the tunnel? No. Let's count, let's counter to let's counter sue for some trespass. What, what I doing? thought about it I, honestly. Listen, here's the, honestly, look. Okay, again, I want to reiterate because people will kill me for for saying this. He shouldn't have pushed. Him. Shouldn't have pushed. Him. Let right. me say that off the bat. But if you're there is a precedent in sports that if you're not where you're supposed to be, you're getting smoked. Ask any fan that's run on out onto the field, yeah. and players. You see, player. I think players light up when they see some some fan run out onto the court because they like, get like that goofy in Los Angeles who ran on the field oh, and Bobby Wagner yeah. told him up. Yeah, the baby, and then the baby reveal. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He gets smoked. So uh, maybe I think he tried maybe. to press. But did he? So did Bobby get? Uh, no, you're allowed. You're allowed to do it if they come on the field. Oh, First of all, he was trespassing, and the yeah. dude wanted the, the the dude wanted to file I charges. He, I thought he <laughs> did. He tried oh. to file charges. I'm pretty sure yeah, that they were looking at him like, my man. Yeah, hell no, hell no, yeah. no, no. Well, I don't think so. I don't think yeah. so. He should no. definitely counter. Sue you, you, listen, you, you come in my yard. You, yo, 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 you get. <laughs> well, also, it's like Devonte. I mean. Most people, if you get pushed by a fan and you're not hurt, it's a good story. Like you can go home, tell people like, "Hey, this happened to me." But I don't understand going and filing charges. I mean, I do. You people want money and they'll get it wherever about they bread. can. Yeah, yeah. So definitely about bread. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so preseason. I don't know how many games you guys have here, here, uh, let's, watched. Let's, let's let's get rid of this super oh, yeah. chat Dub. real quick. So Sorry, Dub, uh, salute, welcome back. Um, Fluent, I know you love everything I say. Stop. Ca- I do love everything you say. I do love it. It makes for such easy rebuttals to get TikTok views because I just tell people what's correct and fluent versus what you say. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I appreciate it. Keep it coming, brother. Um, one more candy. All right. Uh, double know what that means. Yes, go ahead. Preseason. Wait, Let's go. Before yeah, we go. head into preseason, oh. uh, SSJ Gabe, he said it, they're discussing the 90s and Kareem in the in the chat right now. Oh, Dub, Dub says, the guy who said Kareem's a fraud. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, That's let's That's just touch you, on that real quick. That's for you, Jay. Kareem is a fraud. <sighs> Gabe also said, whoever says the 90s is the weakest era shouldn't be allowed to talk ball. 
And my question is, Dub, did you say that? Who said no, the no, 90s Dub, is Dub the weakest the 70s era? is the weakest era. Dub said the 70s is the weakest era. Okay. Even though, okay. even though you had some of the most parody. <laughs> Dub's name? Because like he keeps taking L's. Yeah. Even though you had oh even God. though you had some of the most parody, I believe seven, there were seven different champions. Seven different champions, seven seven. Different champions in, in the 70s. You had some of the most parody in the 70s. So, I mean, some of the better players that I've seen when I was as a kid, I mean, Doc showed up, Rick Barry, uh, Jabbar, Moses Malone. I mean, it was a bunch of it was a lot of awesome players in the 70s. A lot of awesome players. Do you take away? Do you take away? I'm gonna ask you, do you take away anything from the 70s because some of them kind of started the decade in, in the ABA? No, I don't. And the reason why I don't is because I look at those guys that were in the NBA and I think to myself, for example, Doc, at no point did I ever think Doc was better than Jabbar. No point. So even if he would have came into the NBA at 21, I still didn't think he was better than Jabbar. At no point did I think Connie Hawkins was better than Havlicek. At no point did I think that any of those guys, as, as, as awesome as an athlete as he was, I never thought that he was that good. I never, and as, as good as, uh, uh, let's see, Dan Issel was. I don't think that Dan Issel was better than Jabbar. I never felt like Dan Issel was better than Elvin Hayes. Never felt like that. That thought never what crossed my mind. Like a, a upper class eight, uh, G League for them, and then, and then not, it, not, not necessarily I, a G I League. Because what the because what the ABA was was they just paid more. That's the only reason why those yeah. guys went there. It wasn't because they. I mean, they they did do this. They they tried that with Spencer Haywood and him trying to get to the to the NBA coming out of high school. Same thing with Moses. But for the majority of those guys, they went to the ABA because it paid more. That was it. There was no other reason why they went to the. There was no reason why they couldn't go to the NBA. So, I, I that the whole logic of it being weak and you know Jabbar being what was it? Oh, did, did I hear he's overrated? No fraud. He, he's a fraud. Fraud. But I, that that's that's logic that I shouldn't even address. But to say that Jabbar is a fraud tells me that you have no idea what basketball is. And the reason why that tells me that is because we have a guy who in his career had one move, as good of a transition player as Jabal was, as good as a rebounder as he was, as good of a shot blocker as he was, as good as a defensive player as he was. Offensively, Jabal had one move, the most unstoppable shot in basketball history. Stop this and you stop me. He played 20 years. Not only did he play 20 years. Sorry, can I jump in really quick? Let's be clear. The reason he developed that one move is because him dunking was so unstoppable, they had to outlaw it and say, you're not allowed to do that anymore. Outlawed it. It was outlawed. outlawed. A dunk. Outlawed it. Because so, he was dunking on everybody. So let's so, just be clear on that too, right? So to, to say that Jabal was a fraud would, set, would suggest that what he was doing didn't translate. Jabal was awesome from day one. In high school, he was awesome. In college, he was also awesome. All of all three years, he was awesome. When he gets to the pros, he's got an eight-year stretch where he averages 30 and 15 for eight straight years. He averages 30 and 15. Not only does he average 30 and 15, his best season, which was which a lot of people would think that his third season was his best season when he went 35 and 17. I thought his best season was the 75-76 season when they didn't make the playoffs, when the Lakers were at the bottom of the Western Conference. And he had them right outside the playoffs, and he went 27-17. and 17. And he basically had a joker season, and he won the league MVP. So to say that Jabbar was a fraud would suggest that what he did was fraudulent at that point, when in reality, everything he did up until that would suggest that 
you should suspect, you should expect what he was doing in the NBA. So to say he was a fraud, that goes in one hand right out the other. I'm good. It's tough to it's tough to judge a player or an era. This is what I find with the guys who you know didn't see any of it. It's tough to judge a, a player or an era or a team right. when you don't understand one their competition and two the rules and the type of gameplay that they had because the rules were different, the game style was different. And and so that dictated the type of players that you had, the type mm-hmm. of team that you play. Like all of those things come into effect. So when you try to compare it and say, well, in today's NBA, well, yeah, yeah. sure. There's so it's so different the the teams, the styles, the pace, everything's different. So of course the the rules, especially like I was watching today. Just you know, check out TikTok Sports underscore Fluent tomorrow. Um, Demar Derozan gets together with the professor who we're talking with his people by the way to get the professor on by the way, which I think is going to be an awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had Demar Derozan. He's like, okay, would this play? Would this move be legal or not in the in the NBA? And so the professor does a couple moves. Demar Derozan says, yeah, it's legal. No, it's not. You'd get a whistle. You get a foul. You get whatever, right? And I'm watching it and I'm going, see, this is what's funny. Every single one of those moves is illegal in the 60s, 70s, and most of the 80s, and actually into the 90s, like every single one. And that's how much it's, right? That's how much it's changed. I'm not saying evolve, better, worse. It's not about better, worse. It's just that I had to play this way. I did the best that I could. I put a team together to win. That's all. So it is. We'll we'll move on. We'll move on. I think think it was a troll thing anyways, but let's let's, do the discussion. He knew what he's doing, but I, I do think that what you said, Fluna, is right on point because, you know, we talk so much, we we have our opinions based off what we've seen. It's really hard to have opinions based off things we haven't seen. Yes, we can watch all the highlights in the world. We can do our research and, and read stats, but you're missing the eye test. And it, it's just not the same as like being embodied throughout that season and like understanding, like you can't, you can't record uh, the feel of a of a team or the chemistry or the report uh, on paper. That's something you have to see and under, to understand, so, which is why I often say, like, people always ask, well, who's your GOAT? Well, my GOAT's LeBron because I saw LeBron. I saw him change and grow and become this the best player I have ever seen. So right. for me to say Jordan is my GOAT, I can't say that because right. I don't – I didn't feel uh, – what he did. I, I right. can't have that eye test. So I agree with you. Like, and, and that's part of like debating sports. If you're so stuck in your ways that you can't, you can't change or, or listen or, or learn more than what are you doing here? Cause the reason we do this every day and we show up and everybody in the chat, you know, does what they do so we can learn and be better. And so I feel like well, you know, this translates to beyond sports. And, you know, we, we talk basketball, we talk football, we, we talk life on this show and, and, all of everything that is basketball is football translates to everything else, right? Like there is no iPhone if there's no BlackBerry, if there's no Motorola Razor, if there's no, remember the big Zach Morris, <laughs> flip, flip, like, flip, flip phone. Like, it doesn't happen. Just music. Just think about the music today. 90% of the beats are like from Recycled. 60 years ago. Yeah. Some of the verses are just, they throw it on a different beat and it's the same verse. Like there's so many songs where I'm like, why does this sound so familiar? And I'm like, I go through my, I got, I got records. I go mm-hmm. through, I'm like, dude, that's this song. So right. yeah, th- are some better? Sure. Are some worse? Yes. But like, don't say like, you wouldn't be where you are today if it wasn't for that stuff. So I just, right. I'm just respect, just respect what came before you and, and hopefully the people, yeah. 
respect yep. it, compare it to the the time, and that's it. You can't compare it to different times. It's just it's, you can't. Say it. And right. it's, and it's not somebody rambling either. I mean, I caught Jabbar on the other side. I caught Jabbar basically when KG showed up in Boston. That's when I caught Jabbar. Right, right, right. So it wasn't like I caught Jabbar yeah. when he was when he was that. I caught Jabbar when he showed up like KG, but I was able to see the rest of them. Yeah. So it wasn't like I was. I just didn't know what was going on. Yeah, I saw the rest of them, and I was like, "Yo, this dude is awesome." Yeah. What's really well, good? I, 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 I got. I'm lucky. I get not lucky. I caught Jabbar. I guess it depends on here. I caught Jabbar Magic's rookie year. Right. We only got ten Laker games that we got that I watched, and I want. I say live, but it wasn't live. It was on tape delay. Right. Because they were so afraid that their fight was going to break out, they wouldn't right. show it live. They had to tape delay it. So yeah. yeah. It's just like when people like you can tell when people only look at the box score and then they give you their opinion sure. like or they watch one team and they give their opinion. It's like, no, you can't have a full understanding unless you're seeing all the pieces that go into play and understanding all of we, the history. I, I believe they call those people casuals. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. I, I believe that's you what they're called. Say that on the show, but yeah, yeah, I, I believe that those people are called casuals. Yes. Yeah. You yes. really, you really don't understand the game. All you're no. doing is looking at. Boxing, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something, Haley. Though you say that you saw LeBron and and he's your goat because you saw him become great. It's interesting because that will it might change for you. So, like for example, in the moment, and I've told Jay this all that in the moment, Jordan wasn't my goat. I hated Michael Jordan. Right, because I'm a Laker fan. I grew I, at the time. My, Magic Johnson's my favorite player. Yeah. I hate Jordan. That's how I, I hate Jordan. LeBron. And like when I say my goat, my goat is Kobe Bryant. Like when I say like yeah. my favorite player, yeah, now it's Kobe. Yeah. But you go back and look, right? But then you have guys like Zaringa Ding, uh, five hundred four, who says you know the '90s had an, a WNBA three point line, not realizing that that was for like two seasons, uh, and it was only the top of the key that was different because the corners were the same as they always were. So, you know, it's 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 those missed pieces of information where they try to cook a whole decade for two. And that's a very important part of the story that you're leaving out. You're leaving out the best part, right? Like, yeah, it's 23-9 at the top, but the corners are 22, and they've always been 22. And no one ever says anyone who shoots corner threes isn't a three-point shooter. Never. But it's Never the distance as the top was for those three seasons. You know what I mean? And that was And that was the game. We can't complain. That was the rule. That's it. That's the rule. That's all it is. And so, you know, so much mis misinformation. Another one I hear all the time is the zone defense. Um, you know, those guys couldn't handle a zone. Dummy, you know how easy it is to break a zone? All you got to do is run <laughs> to the foul line because there's massive gaps in every zone. Oh, and by the way, in the NBA today, dummy, and I'm not, this is just generic, not no one in the chat. Um, the zone is only played 4% of the time in the NBA. And on average per man-to-man per -man versus zone, NBA teams score one more point per possession versus zone versus man to man. Which means so no what you have done for another player? Like, give me a damn break. Like, no I used to love zones. Now, granted, I'm a shooter, but I used to love zones, right? I don't know, of Jay. Course. Right? Like, I, know, I find where the hole is, pop in. Mm -hmm. boom, there you go. Shot. I love it. It's beautiful. Absolutely. I love it. Anyhow. But, that, but that's I love the it. That's the difference, right? Yeah. Between mm -hmm. you know, Jay and I both. I think I don't know if you've coached, but Jay and I have both refed. We both played. I coached. Like it's those intricacies that just the difference between like someone who wants to push a narrative and someone who actually cares about basketball. And let me yeah. be clear. Let me be clear. Today's game, most skilled, most talented, most athletic, and my favorite to watch. Right. So I'm not hating on today. I'm just saying. Understand the other ones first. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, preseason. Uh, hmm. Back to preseason. So, any <clears throat> observations? Uh, I mean, it could be any team. But, Jay, has there been any, besides the whole resting, anything or any game that specifically stood out? I like what I'm seeing from Zion, man. I mean, he oh, rolled his ankle. Man. He, he rolled his ankle, but he's fine. I like what I'm seeing from Zion. I think that barring health issues, he's going to get better. I would like to see him become a better rebounder. Herb Jones, on the other hand, he had a difficult time yeah. uh, against Jimmy Butler, and I expect more from him. I think this I think this New Orleans team, I think they're a playing team, to be quite honest with you. But I think that they got a lot of good young pieces. But Tone... The team that I'm really digging in the preseason, I'm loving this Cavs team, Tone. I am. I I, I just I, – I dig what I'm seeing from this from the young dynamic that they bring. I don't like the fact that Darius Garland had to shoot 21 shots or or, or um, Mitchell had to shoot 24 shots. Mitchell is a high-volume shooter. All right, I get that part. I don't have a problem with that. But I think that once those pieces come together, I think they're going to be a lot better than what people are giving them credit for. Your Lakers, Tone – I don't like the fact that the long ball shooters aren't as good as they could be. Austin Reeves needs to be more involved in the offense. None needs to be a better long ball shooter to stretch the D. That's why they brought him in there, right? Other than that, Anthony Davis is the key to these guys moving forward. If he's healthy, I can't I cannot see those I cannot see those guys missing the playoffs again. I just can't see it. That Timberwolves team that they played I think they're a top five seed in the West Tone. I like this kid that they got on the bench. Uh, I think his name's Noel. He's been on the crew for. I think he's a good rotation player, but I really like this. I really like this Minnesota team. And I look at D'Angelo Russell. How I looked at, and if if this makes any sense, Tone Gordon Haywood a couple of years ago when Charlotte when they ended up missing the playoffs because Gordon Haywood got hurt, and he would be the difference in them making the playoffs. I felt the same way about. D'Angelo Russell last season. And I think that that moves ahead even more this season with D'Angelo Russell. I think that with him playing and him being better, I think they're going to be better. And if he can do that, I think that they're going to go a long way. But I like what – and I don't really pay much attention to preseason basketball, Tone, but I like what I'm seeing from 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 a few of these guys. I, I'm going to start with the same one you started with because Zion looks like what I wanted him to come out of college looking like mm. someone who spent the summer in the gym. Cause that was, yeah. that was his only flaw. Yeah. That was his only like was right. I told you my concern when he got drafted, he's too yeah. heavy. It's going to hurt him. He's going to, and it did. I was fortunate. I was right. It he looks, did. have you seen the side by side? He looks he great. Looks like a completely yeah. different person. He looks fantastic. Yes. So he to keep that up. Those nagging injuries though, that's, what's going to scare me about him too. Right. When you've had, Anybody that's been injured early in their career, I'm yep. always worried is that, you know, now it's an ankle. So, you know, I'm like, just take him out, take him out. It's preseason. Mm-hmm. Let him go. Right. He's rolled his ankle. Let him, let him rest it. Let him get up to hundred percent as yep. someone who let's be honest, as someone who struggled with ankle injuries and then tore all the ligaments in my ankle and my Achilles, mm-hmm. which ended my career. It, those that I was never healthy. Like right. I had such a severe sprain in high school. Just think about that, that right. it never got healthy right yeah. through for 10 more years so and and i'm not let's be honest i'm not a high impact i was not a jumper i was not a, i didn't have to worry about landing right. other than landing on someone's foot when i jumped you know three inches off the ground to shoot a three like the you know so with the way he played it's more dangerous so that's yeah. the only thing i'm worried about but yeah he looks fantastic that pelicans team they look good 
they've got some on paper on paper that team should be the most like they should be they're scary on paper yeah. Uh, so I like what I'm seeing there. Again, I normally don't put. I'm like you. I don't put too much uh, weight into into preseason stuff, right? Like when I see, you know, when I see Minnesota's four and zero and Philadelphia's four and zero, I don't look at the records because yeah. when you look at the minutes of the star players, some of them are playing against the number twos and threes. Some guys are just being evaluated to see if they play, right? Um, yeah. You know, all those kinds of things. So, so, but yeah, so I like what I'm seeing from the Cavs. I, I'm I'm with you there. Um, although. Chicago. I don't know how I feel about Chicago. They're a playing team, Tone. You don't got to sugarcoat it. They're a playing yeah, they, team at best. They, that's we, want, we all want them to Chicago. be great. Yes. But I want just, them to be really good. They're, they're a playing team. I think they're uh, a playing yeah. team at best. Lonzo Ball is probably going to miss a, a good chunk of the season. Yeah. I think if, they're a playing team at best. Definitely. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, I think they're a playing team. I, I, I do. said it, and I'm trying to sugarcoat I it. Know. You're right. Um, you know, I, I know what I'm going to get from my Raptors. I'm telling you, they're going to be that four or five seed. They're going to surprise a lot of people. Um, Scotty Barnes, I think you're going to. I, I, it's. I don't think it's crazy, but Fred Van Vliet might be moved, moved to the bench. I think Scotty Barnes takes over the at least the lead guard role, cool. like maybe like a point forward type yeah. of thing. I think he's going to be like that's what I see. Well, I, I just I told you, you something else. Let me tell you why you something else. Because you and me have had this conversation, and I told you how I felt about Ben Vliet. You never like. Yeah, I know you never like. It's, it's not that I didn't like him. It's not that I didn't like him. I didn't like him in that role. I always thought Van Fleet was a great second unit guy. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to sell me. They're trying, they're trying to wedge him into that starting that's what they're lineup. Trying to, and, 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 and as a lead guard, and I'm like, no, he's not. He's a great second unit guard. He would be awesome for you guys. Only except you're trying to sell me that he's Kyle in the second coming of Kyle That's Lowry. I'm like, no, he's not that guy. good. No, he isn't. He is not that good. And, and being a Raptors fan, of course, you're going to like take what you have and like run with it. You're going to be confident right. in it. But imagine having him coming out of that second unit and, and leading that team. He was just an all-star. Are either, you kidding either, me? That's either, either, okay. Fred, either, either Fred or Gary Trent need to come off the bench. One of those or two. Or the other need to come off the bench. And let me tell you, either yeah, one yeah. that comes off the bench has a legit shot at being the sixth man of the year. Will they take Very that role true. and accept that role? So, so I, yeah. you know, like I said, I now I see them a lot closer. Like I'm there, I get to watch them in person. So, it's, right. yeah. you know, it's a little, it's a little bit different. Um, let's see what else. Uh, who else do I like? I'm still, I'm still, I'm, I'm telling you, it's preseason. I'm still not sold on Minnesota. I, I know, I know, I know. I'm still not sold on Minnesota. What? Is, um, I'm curious. What? What do you? Because I'm, I, I'm I kind of there with you. What do you not like? I don't think that dynamic of cat. And Gobert okay. is going to work night in, night out. I think they'll have moments, they'll have games. I just, I don't think, I think there's going to be a clash there on a consistent because, basis. Yeah. Because what you're, yeah, on a consistent basis, like you're, you're basically asking Cat to, to. I get it. He won the three point shooting contest. I'm gonna hear that all the time. But you're basically asking Cat to leave the pain. Right and let Gobert do that, or they're you know like they're inter- he wants to do that. Tom, that's what yes, yeah. that's what he wants to do. Can't, but Gobert can't. Cat will, so he's going to be the one that's forced out. Yeah, and so I just I'm like, I, I like the fact that he can stretch the floor and shoot threes. That's great, but now you're asking him to you know go be a spot up shooter, basically. And I don't like that. I don't think that works for them. Um, so we'll see. If I'm wrong, great because I love Anthony Edge. Like I like everything else about the team. I just I feel like, and part of this is what they gave up for Gobert. I feel like they could have created a better situation for cat and ant and, and whatever than than what they gave up to get um to get gobert 
So, anyways, hey, hey, they're gonna they're gonna see if it works. It's done. The other yeah. one I want to bring up that looks bad, and I told you, and and again, I won't put too much weight in because it's preseason. So maybe they turn around when you know they turn on the switch and the regular season. The Suns don't look good. No, Aiton does they not. Do not. Years, Aiton does not look good. Um, t- this team is gonna. I don't think they make the playoffs. I got the Suns no, number two no, in the West. Mind. No Keep way, Jay. Keep no way. The, the West is the West. back. The West got, is back. I got the Suns number two in the West behind the Warriors. Tony got them out the playoffs. I think well, Memphis is a playing. Team. I don't count the damn playing. I hate that damn playing. <laughs> And I get I that. Oh, let me get a one-game playoff to see. No, you had 82 damn games to be in the playoffs, and you're we not already there. Got a we already got a playing tournament. 82 games. You got plenty of, 82 you got plenty, games. You got plenty of games to get into the playoffs. Plenty. You can't get, in, if you can't get into the playoffs what after the 82 games, you're not a playoff team. What was the difference between the 8 and 10 seed last season? It was like seven games. Like, dude, you're not close. Yeah. You're not no. close. Look, I'm, I'm somewhere in between – the two in a play in, I don't think, I think they'll make the playoffs. I just, I'm not confident in what they have going on. And it was interesting because Damian Lee coming from the Warriors, I was kind of keeping my eye on him. He's, he's, he's a average player. I would say he's good, but he's, he's not going to probably do a lot. But what I noticed him doing out of that entire unit and, and the Warriors play their defense is, is great. And they have, they're always moving the ball. They're communicating. And I did not see that with the Suns. And so I saw D. Lee go into each player he was guarding, defending as he should be. And everybody else was just kind of the, like the Lakers were last season, just standing around. They weren't defending. And mm-hmm. I'm saying like, and again, you look at them, who are their defenders? Who do the Suns have that are going to get out there and be good defenders? And there's not really a lot of people. So it was interesting seeing them uh, them struggle. Aiton was not getting shots. He was not getting shots. He wasn't getting the ball much to make shots, and he wasn't making the shots that he did get the ball for. So I don't know if that's going to – I don't know if that's because he is still not sold on being there, um, but that's going to be I think that's a, I think that's still a problem. I do. Yeah. I do they think still have to continue to build that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul. I mean, Chris Paul's still good from the mid. I mean, he, he does what he does. That Not much has changed, but it just feels off. Um, so, how how do you feel about your Lakers? You didn't mention them. Yeah, I purposely didn't mention them. Yeah, I'm, I know. Ner- I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous because I think when – I think I saw a stat today or yesterday when Braun – and AD play together since they've both been in LA. They win 70% of their games. Which which tells you how much they've played together when they were like the 11th seed last year. Yeah. Um, so so I, I'm just I'm nervous. I hold my breath every time Anthony Davis like you know grabs a part of his body. I'm like, oh shit, how long is he out for? Um, you know, every yeah. time, you know, LeBron James like doesn't bounce back up from, you know, getting knocked down. I, That's like, a miles on him. It's yes, terrifying. Like, it's, miles on it's, you know, yeah. they, they need, you know, for the Lakers to be, the Lakers are so crazy. They, they, they could be the number one seed NBA champion. They could be the 12th seed laughing stock. And it just comes down to Bron has to play 65 games or more. AD has to play 65 games or more. Russ has to play within a system that will not allow him to be a hundred percent himself. Um, you know, Patrick Beverly has to be Patrick Beverly, but not too much of Patrick Beverly, if that makes sense. Like 
he needs to be fiery and aggressive and push people and and drive them but like but not, not too much, much. Not, 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 too not 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 too much not too much that they're like they drown him out and they're like f you you know yeah. what i mean like like if lebron's not in the right position he needs to be the one to yell at him say get there and lebron has to be like okay cool versus f you you're traded right like there's there's just it's it's a powder keg it could literally explode at any moment yeah. it's and it's, that's scary yeah. and that's scary as as a laker fan because you know that here's a team with that much potential that you just it, there's so many question marks that makes that, that and literally, I don't think I'm exaggerating exaggerating when I say they could be first they could be twelfth. I th- I, I'm gonna yeah. go I'm gonna go with the, the with the former more than the latter because I just can't see them missing the playoffs again. I just can't. I can't. Yeah, see them yeah. I, I can't I see them missing the playoffs will. again. I, I think a guy like LeBron and this is what I like about LeBron. The, you might want to get your cameras ready. The one thing. <laughs> get your popcorn ready because I'm gonna compliment LeBron. Um, I love LeBron. What do you mean he's right there? Um, LeBron is very, very aware of his legacy. And I feel like he's going to do everything in his power to make sure this team, you know, makes the playoffs and isn't like a seven seed, like makes the playoffs. When I say make like four, five seeds, three seed, like he's, if he, unless he's like in an ambulance somewhere, he's going to do everything he can to be like, I can't miss the playoffs again. You know what'll happen if I miss the playoffs again? And now, you know, for my legacy, they're like, yeah, once you got old, you sucked. Like, you know, or you just, or you played for stats. Like you already heard it last year. Yeah. You heard it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah he, uh, I'm, I'm, surprised, I'm surprised he didn't play one more game so he can get another scoring title. That stat pattern. Like mm-hmm. he's, he's aware of that, which sometimes I hate, but as now this year, I like it because it's like, I need to make the playoffs because of that legacy. So, yeah. so, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I feel good about that part of it. Yeah. Oh, you moron. Mm-hmm. Six, <sighs> six, seven bears. No. Yeah. No. The bear, the, the punt, it bounced off his head, and I think the commander <laughs> got back at the at the bear's ten. Punt bounced off his head. I, oh, I think man. You the rookie, yeah, we, Bewer, the rookie Vellis, whatever his name is, Jones. Or, uh, <laughs> All oh, right, well, we'll let uh, maybe go finish the rest of this fourth quarter, but uh, I I don't think we missed any super chats. No, I think we good. Uh, uh, I would say if there's any super chat, yeah. okay. You know what, vintage gamer keeps saying this, and I, I guess uh, let, let's. What 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 is this team players over one on one players? I don't know. Team players over one on one. All right. Anyways, he he messaged it twenty times. So there, I said it. Um, anything else? Any parting shots? Um, where are you at this weekend? What are you doing? What what are you promoting there, Haley? Like, or should we catch you on Yuda? Yuda? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I work for a. Well, we have a new app coming out. It's pretty cool. Um, it's for sports betters. But if you're not a big uh better you don't like putting money if you're too emotional like i am uh definitely come check us out it's udda underscore winner and we post a bunch of football content basketball content um and we also have basically you can play against your friends which is a lot of fun you can send bets um or just get better at betting so definitely check us out there uh my uh tiktok is halftime Haley. if you like the Warriors are just basketball content in general. Come check me out. And then you know Jay and you know Fluent. But check them out if you don't have them. Sorry, I'm, having, I'm having a heart attack as, as Washington's now on the one-yard line about to score and make it. Oh, all right. All right. We got to go. We got to go. But No, nah, uh, no. We don't. You don't want to watch. <laughs> happy birthday, Mom. Oh, happy birthday. Happy happy birthday. Happy birthday, birthday. Happy birthday Mom. Chill. Mm-hmm. all righty you two uh chat as always we appreciate you it's good to be back and um see some familiar faces and some new people uh but we love you guys and uh we'll be back 
on Thursdays at 9, 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Eastern, 9. 6 for you lazy people on the West, Haley. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's those, every Thursday. Get those likes up as well. Uh, we appreciate it. And if you have any questions or any thoughts for next week, always, always, always go post them um, in the comments under the YouTube video because we will definitely get to them if we didn't. Uh, Absolutely. The pod. Uh, but for now, Jake. Take it light, but take it. <laughs>